Uh, moving on to non-defensive listening and speaking. Uh, yeah, so even in the worst case, it's possible for a couple to purposely edit what they hear, ignoring the hostile and negative parts of the exchange, the nasty tone, insult, contemptuous criticism to hear the main message, and that's on page 145. The most powerful form of non-defensive listening, of course, is empathy. One method for effective emotional listening is called mirroring, which is commonly used in marital therapy. The art of non-defensive speaking for couples centres around keeping what is said to a specific complaint rather than escalating to a personal attack. Mm. It's Uh, hard, though. Yeah, and a guy called Hain Junette made a best... Uh, made a formula for complaint is X, Y, Z. When you did X, it made me feel Y mm-hmm. and I'd rather you did Z. Mm-hmm. I said Z, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. instead of, instead, example, when you didn't call me to tell me you were going to be late for our dinner appointment, I felt unappreciated and angry. I wish you'd call me to let, you know, to let me know you'd be late, as in this is a role play. How would you respond in that role play? If, if that was your partner saying that. Sorry, go on, Sorry, about being late. What are you talking about, Jim? But that role play. Yeah, no, that's that is that yeah. role play. When do you want me to read that again? Do you want me to do the role play for you? Um, <laughs> no, I'm thinking that I'm thinking. God, that's not about being late. Do I? Not that do I care. Like, like I'm not. I'm not fussing over being late. Like he seems, he's he's gone to therapy over being late. Or no, so this, this this is what's been said. So, the art of non-defensive speaking for couples centers around keeping it what is said to be specific complaint rather than escalating it to a personal attack so using a formula of xyz so when you didn't call me to tell me you're going to be late for our dinner appointment i felt unappreciated and angry i wish you'd call to let me know you'll be late how would you respond i'm thinking he's a snowflake i know i shouldn't be talking about him specifically how would i feel yeah how would you respond to that if your woman rang you up because she was late for the day well after her to her okay um (laughs) I, I've been there and I'd just be like, <laughs> God. yeah, like, yeah. apologies. Like, yeah, I said apologies. Yeah, right. apologies. I'm on my way or whatever. Like, Shit. I'll probably say it couldn't be helped when it could have been. Yeah, but, yeah apologies. I'm on my way. Yeah, I understand. I, I give them all that. But we go back to this point where I'll do the softly, softly thing. But if they carry on. That's a threat, boy. No, no. See, that's a bit If you could see the man's hand, the way he's aggressive. A gun aggressive and If it carried on. No, but I'll, I'll explain why I've played twice. But don't you keep making me repeat myself. If it carries on, look, I'm late. I'm coming now. Just wait there. <laughs> you, heard the, you, heard the, you heard the phone. <laughs> you heard that, didn't it? I hope the mic picked up on it. <laughs> but that's that's what it goes to. That, that's how it goes with me. Yeah. I've told. I've tried the softly, softly thing. <laughs> I've tried it. I've tried it. I've tried it. Oh. But the first time we've won. <laughs> what about you? How would I respond? Yeah, um, yeah I'll probably respond in the same way. I call, I but I think you'd be a lot calmer than me. Like me, I give you because you know sometimes you say it once and be like, yeah, but you knew this was important and the dinner table was for five fifty. I'm so, I can't be helped. Just go and get. Do you know? I have a. Yeah. Like you might do the half a glass of wine and put it on makeup. I'll say sorry, it could be help. Sorry, it could be help. Mm. Listen, I'm coming now. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. I'm, I'm driving and I can't drive and talk at the same time. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> 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 I'm ruining 
moving the whole evening, bro. I threw up moving in the mood of the whole evening. Bro, I'm not going to lie. I'll probably, but I've I think done, you'd, be, I've, you'd be the calmer one, though. I've done. I've reacted that in that way. And at the same time, I have been. I've been able to manage the situation and calm it down. And yeah. Like, babe, look, listen. I genuinely understand how you feel. I am late. And this is whatever for the reason why. As mm. soon as I can get there, I'll be there. And we'll have a mm. wonderful evening. This is the thing. Because if I'm late, Actually, I, I, believe it or not, I'm actually stressing about being late. So yeah, that's yeah. already on my mind. Yeah, yeah, Do you know what I'm saying? To, I don't, I don't want to be, late. to be late. Yeah, so I'm really stressed. So I'm probably driving at high risk and all the rest of it. Now, what you on the phone trying to, you know what I'm saying, give me more air drama. Mm. That's when I just like, and then they get, I end up ruining the mood for a couple of hours, I'm not going to lie. Whereas if I've been calm and considerate, by the time you get there within five minutes, you can, you can quell that. Does that make sense? Yeah, How about you, Pete? I think this is all a madness, bro. It'll be late. That's what I'm thinking in my mind. It happens. It's a real scenario. Mm. I would have... Flip it around. Have you been... You, you know what I'm saying? You've been on a few dates recently. Yeah. Have you? Have any of those dates, either you or the other person been late? I've and, been and late. You've been late? In fact, both times. Oh. And then have you phoned to explain or if they... Yeah, phoned to explain. I'm running late. Okay. That's not a big deal. I said, fine, no worries. Um, meet you in the bar or should I get you a drink? Yeah, I told him, yeah. I've given options, in fact. Yeah, I like this or like that. I'll be honest, and, and they'll go get me, and they'll be, they'll be waiting at the table. Not a problem whatsoever. If I find I've gone on the first date and they're moaning over me being late, I'm mm. bloody okay. Timekeeping may be a thing for you. I've got to understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'll be able to see over your manner. Is first date you'll be angry. Whoa, <laughs> this could be over soon. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not having that. Man. All right, um, at a minimum, at a minimum. Validation means at least conveying that you are listening and can acknowledge that emotions are being expressed, even if you can't go along with the argument. Could this be seen as patronising? Yes, no. If you're just going along, like, so, okay, you're just, like, almost... Oh, so, 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 so we're still on the same... You, same topic. All same right. topic. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes... Yeah, it, it is patron. It can be seen as patronizing, but sometimes it's easier. It's better for me to do that than flip out. Yeah, yeah. of course. It's, it definitely is. So, and I have done that before because I actually have done that. I have done. I think, I have, I yeah, think I've done that. At times, yeah. you have to. Yeah. I think. You yeah, it sounds like accepting. You're right. Okay. You yeah, you made yeah, your point. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. But that can become a cause of patronizing. But as you made a good point, is. I am being patronizing. Yeah, but, but you're actually, making a good point. It's rather yeah. that than, than yeah. flipping out and be like, "Look, just shut up. I'm gonna yeah. get there in a second. Hold your mouth." Yeah, like, that you'd rather be patronizing. Yeah. Yesterday, yesterday, I think it was yesterday. Um, with all the shopping and stuff, I picked up someone. We're going to over the bridge, anyway. I forget where in. I forget where we're going anyway. South of the bridge. Yeah, south of the bridge. Nightmare. All right, and obviously there's one or two bridges closed yesterday. So my sat nav said go this way, but the guy was like. I know a shortcut. <laughs> and I was like, was he metrosexual? No, but he was like, very quick, you couldn't wait. I know a shortcut. You couldn't wait. Like, before he jumped in, I've got a shortcut. And I was like, okay, Just if you say so, if you say so, all right. He said, 18 minutes yeah. when we got in the car. Mm. He said, take a left here, take a left here, <laughs> and then go straight up. When I said, mate, it's going from 18 to 30. Right? <laughs> do you want me to continue? I said, do you want me to continue with the journey? No, to continue with the journey. Are you sure you don't want me to take the yeah, right? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, anyway, yeah. his girlfriend in the car did not stop. On him. Should we get? Should yeah. we go home? Should we get out of the car? And in his mind, he was going nuts. You could see he was ready to pop. Yeah. He was like, 
it's going to be okay. Let's just go okay. there, blah, blah. Mm. Yeah, so I can see again how difficult it can be to... Yeah. What made him think? Was he trying to try and show off? What I have no idea. Think? He just thought he was yeah. smart and the snap sat now. <laughs> to the left, to the left, to the left. I was like, just let me do what I need to do. Oh, gosh. Um, moving on. That's funny. Cool. Practicizing. These manoeuvres used when emotional arousal is sure to be high. They have to be overlearned if they're to be accessible when needed most. This is because the emotional brain engages with those response routines that were learned earliest in life during repeated moments of anger and hurt, and so become dominant. <laughs> For the reasons that above strategies need to be tried out during encounters that are not stressful. So, see what we were saying, if, if it was in the heat in a moment, would you be able to do this? Basically, practical advice is try it when you're not at such a heightened state. Mm-hmm. So you kind of then begin... Becomes normalised. Habit, habitual. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, with that same logic, wouldn't you, res- wouldn't you respond how you would in a normal, low, normal, low stressful encounters? I think of... Yeah, see, this is what happens when you write things and take notes down. And not actually realize. I think what you're saying is you're not going because it's not. Um, yeah, realistic. my point was yeah, my point was because you're not in that same high stressful situation. environment or uh, yeah situation, your reaction is obviously going to be different. Different, yeah. But at the same time, the practical advice is to actually get into practice of using those techniques to get out of those. I think it's good because I mean I know it later kind of like in later in the book he mentions one or two stuff like that and I think it just provides options so when you do blow your top mm. there's you now have two options tools. instead of one which yeah, you've got another number tool. one was ooh, speed ahead yeah. whereas the second one might be actually it's a chicken BPM no but imagine start doing if you actually put that in practice after a while it's, it, as you said it will become normalised yeah. and people just think you're weird you're out in a restaurant you're out in a restaurant I'm blowing my top <laughs> Uh, moving on, managing the heart, managing with heart, the story of Melbourne. That's on page one forty-eight. We mm-hmm. won't we won't go into that too mm-hmm. much, but it's a good story worth mentioning. Teamwork opens land of communication, cooperation, cooperation, listening and speaking one's mind. Rudiments of social intelligence are now emphasised in training pilots, along with technical prowess when keeping it when keeping it real goes wrong. I noted that down for some reason. You know the Dave Chappelle. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think we need more emphasis on EQ in the workplace or emotional intelligence? I think in general. So whether workplace. Who's or... we? Sorry, Pete. When you say we, did the general public? Like, yeah, it's in, in focusing on the African Caribbean. No, bro. Just us is in society. That's funny too, though. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely need more emphasis in, in the Caribbean shops. Shit. <laughs> Keep it a buck. We're in our homes, boy. <laughs> yeah, so what do you, what's, what's your thoughts? On that question? Yeah. Um, yeah, 120%. What, that we need more emotional intelligence in the workplace? Mm. Well, I, from my experience, I don't know what's lacking. Is there some kind of stats that backs up and said it's really lacking? Did you read place? the book? Yeah, I did. So, well, you asking about the... St- like it's the reason why I ask this is because it's it's making a point of being at work and like uh, you obviously got team managers. In fact, yeah. see the guy that um that we had on as a guest. That's what he goes into workplaces 
and does and emotional yeah, 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 intelligence. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. So do you think we need more emphasis in it? And what I was saying is, just from my own experience, no. <laughs> He's a straight shooter boy. <laughs> yes. Come on, what's his face? I forgot his name now. The cowboy. John Wayne. Yeah, yeah. No, we can go. Go. You do you manage? Sorry. I say do you, do you you manage? What do you mean? I think you're gonna say no because I think the point you're making is like what's. I just think you go to. Maybe it's just me and modern days. I'm just not built for much. You go to work to work. Just get on with your job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but see, nah, see, he's got problems. So you going to work? So all right, cool. So to... now put it from a different perspective. So yeah. you going to work? You're you're a you're part of a team, right? Yeah. He manages. Do you manage people? He manages. Not people. not now. But you was managing before. Yeah. I don't want to speak about it on air anyway. Okay. <laughs> Regardless, you was you were being whether we're talking about yourself or someone else. Yeah. You go into you're you're a manager of a team. Yeah. You sh- you should have some form of emotional intelligence That's to what's called you, pick bro. up on certain things. It shouldn't be a case of you're just coming to work, do your thing, get out. I don't care. Like there's got to be some form of emotional intelligence. I understand where you're coming to... from, but you know what? I'm just gonna I can't I can't speak about this on air. Go on, nah, hear it, man. Go on. No. <laughs> You're cold. I'm cold, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. You tell you you really should. You really revealed your true colours. No, don't. <laughs> it's it's temporary. Class is permanent. <laughs> <laughs> Form is temporary. Class is permanent. Don't try it, boy. It's just temporary. I've had a hard day. It's pig is Lack of sleep. <laughs> hey. Freeze <laughs> hair. Here's Johnny. <laughs> uh, I just had a long day. Lack of sleep. All that kind of jizz jazz work. Okay. Now, so. I, underst- I understand what you're getting at. I just, I don't know, man. I just think, like... You don't care, man. It's not that I don't care. It's just, I just think work is, like... Work is work. Like, go to work. Do your role. I just, like... Not leave the emotions at home, but... But basically... No, but sometimes people have been, people been their whole lives to work. And it just doesn't... doesn't register well with me. But say you're... Again... I, I he says that quite a lot, though. No, but... I, no, hey, it's, uh, it's just a temporary thing, all right? Remember, we agreed. <laughs> it's temporary today. Powerful today. Ask me tomorrow, it might be different. Anyway, class is permanent. I keep saying that. Right? Anyway. No, but it's just like... I don't know. Maybe, maybe I am a bit effed up, but... You go to work to work. People bring their whole lives to work. Like, everyone's going in the world. Who they're dating and they went on this No, day. for me, there's, it's just, there's definitely... And some, someone's cousin's done... It's just like... Get on. Like, you're employed in a contract. It doesn't, in your contract, it doesn't say, like, come to work with all your emotional stress. No, no, no. no. I mean, you should come to work with your emotional stress. But at the same time, you're not a robot. You know? You're <laughs> exactly. not a robot. So exactly. there's only so much the human can actually take as such. And I think if someone's there... Then you see... You see, you want to get the best out of people as well. Pete, talk to him. You want to get the best out of people. And the way to get the best out of people is to get to know them. Take a massage. How are you Not necessarily. I mean, there are some things which you have to... I don't, yeah, I'll be honest, actually. Some things you have to play out to you. I'm sure you have to play out to me. I'm not saying necessarily yourself, yeah. but your part with your partner. There's gonna be things the person will be saying in reference to work as to I want to do with this, this, this. In in my mind, I'm thinking what a load s h i t. Like, however, it's not a case of massaging the ego. She's actually trying to offload whatever is on her mind as such, and then from there you can get the best out of her or get her to enjoy the rest of her day. Blah blah blah, so on and so forth. I'm, I'm talking about relationship you know here, but at work it's the same thing. Do you know what I realised? I went to massage yesterday and this is the best ever creation. 
I know I'm I know I'm getting these those some people you discussed now. I'm getting them all Alexa. Perfect. Wow. You can speak to Alexa. I know that. That's, uh, <laughs> That's why. Like, this guy is cold. Yeah. Alexa. Very cold. So if you had a team around you, you'd be like, right, Christmas for Christmas party, everyone's getting Alexa. Don't bring your shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> Take Alexa and deal with it. Cold hard. Right, What's your so thoughts? My thoughts. I think there needs to be a more of emphasis of EQ in the workplace. So I, I, obviously, I work for myself, um, just me and my business partner now. But I mean, once once we start having team members and things like that, that is going to be essential to get the best out of the people that we're working with. Not working. We're not going to look at them as our people. They work that work for us. We work with you rather than you work for us. So there's going to have to be some form of emotional intelligence for us to know. Not to say, all right, we, we need to know all your problems that's going on in the outside world, but we need to have some form of empathy to know, okay, you may be having a rough time. Mm-hmm. You may need to be a bit more flexible in your work hours or whatever it may be and things of that nature. And, and even when you're talking to them, you may, you may feel that they've slipped up on something. You may want to bark at them and say, right, listen, like, you're not putting your weight or whatever or not, but you've got to have that emotional intelligence to know, okay, there's something else going on here. Let me approach it in a way that's going to be, I'm going to get my point across, but not at the same time, I'm not going to shatter their world. Unlike you, would just say, go no, get it. I was getting Alexis and just talk to that. No, I understand. I think with me, let's move on. I understand. No, no, right. there's, yeah. I don't know what chapter is, I think it's chapter five to which, anyway, I think it's chapter five where they're talking about school children and, then they're, and the kids ultimately start having an argument. And certain kids just like being spoken to in different ways. I think everyone. Yeah, I know. It's the same with football managers. You always have yeah. yeah, to say, I, you need to approach different players different ways. Fantastic. That's, that's, that's a great analogy. But what I'm saying is, you're saying it's my way no way. Exactly. Or no way. That's Mace's approach is, fuck EQ, come in, do your work, and get leave. out. That's it. Leave. You're painting this bad picture of me, bro. <laughs> you paint you, 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 you put it you out there. You, you banksy motherfucker. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Leadership is not domination, but the art of persuading people to work towards a common goal. I love that. That's a, that's, do you know what? What do you know about that? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> What do you know about Yes, me. Hey, on the button. Fred, repeat that, please. That's going up in a post. What's uh, leadership is not domination, but the art of persuading people to, wa- to work towards a common goal. And that's on page 149. Uh, moving on slightly. Criticism is job one. Indeed, how criticisms are given and received goes a long way in determining how satisfied people are with their work and with those they work with and with those to whom they are responsible. That's on page 151. The harsh criticism made those who received it so demoralised that they no longer tried as hard at at their work and perhaps most damaging said they no longer felt capable of doing well. The personal attack was devastating to their morale. Have you ever experienced criticism from a manager slash boss and how did you react? That's the evil one. Do you know what's weird? You lot are telling me I'm this cold mofo, mofo, yeah? When I actually... You actually raised good points. When I actually get criticism, I go into an almost like a shell. Yeah? Yeah. I actually do... When I, when I get criticism where... Actually, yeah. I actually feel like... It makes me feel like I don't want to be there. Like I go into almost like a show, like a curl up, not curl up physically, but inwardly, mm-hmm. and I'm less confident, and I can feel I'm less confident, and I feel vulnerable mm. when I get criticised. 
Because it is vulnerable to be yeah. criticised. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's how I feel. Um, what about you, Pete? Um, I tend to look at it from the outside, so I look at it from their from their perspective, and then although I don't like what I'm hearing, mm. you have to take it on the chin because ultimately you have um, a goal in mind. Mm. Like, just say you're a supervisor. No, anyway, you got a goal in mind. It's like actually, I need to take these these things on board and make them part of my makeup. Yeah. You know, it's going that direction. Don't like what I'm hearing, but yeah. unfortunately, I've got to take it. So that's how I've kind of taken things previously. Yeah, I um, disagree actually. Oh, I like, even tell you, oh, I had kickboxing today, mm-hmm. so I didn't necessarily. Not that I didn't like what he was telling me. Mm. I don't like being told off in any way, shape, or form. Um, but he was showing me what I was doing wrong. Um, yeah, showing me what I was doing wrong, and in the case of okay, I'll do. You know, I mean, I'll do that. He was mirroring what I was doing, which wasn't obviously the correct technique. And then from there, I had to correct the technique. And I yeah. thought, you know what, I need to think if I want to get in this direction, go in this yeah. direction. This is what I need to do. Um, for me. I how I've reacted. On the most part, I react quite well. I could take it on board, um, see it as a way of improvement. But at the same time, I think <clears throat> it's also helped with maturity, maturing. Because when I was younger, getting get criticism, I wouldn't have taken it well. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, it's definitely been a as I've grown older or got more mature and seen things in a different perspective, it causes my reaction <clears throat> to be a lot different. But I think majority of the time I do try and look at it as a as a time to try and improve or whatever it is I'm getting criticised on. And depending on who's actually telling you. Um, yeah, as well. Yeah, I think it really does depend. Like, so if, mm-hmm. if someone who you care about or someone who cares about you is giving you this criticism, you know it's constructive. So you know the person is saying it for your own good as such. You yeah. know it's not hurtful. Yeah, or it doesn't have to be someone you there's a doesn't even have to be someone where there's an emotional attachment. It can be someone who you aspire to and yeah. you know that actually this person's been there, seen it, done it. Yeah. They're not going to be chatting this. If, you're taking, if someone's criticising you who has no idea doesn't work, doesn't actually, you, you can't see any correlation in what they're saying to what they've done, <coughs> then you might not, you might dismiss it a bit more. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, it goes on to, to talk about the artful critique. The art of critique which intricately Entwined with the art of praise, be specific. Be, paci- be s- specific. Sorry. Be specific. Offer a solution. Be present. Be sensitive. Receiver- receivers of criticism see as a valuable info, not a personal attack. Watch for the inward impulse to be defensive instead of taking responsibility. Yeah. See as an opportunity to work, collaborate with the critic to solve. Now dealing with your di- dealing with diversity. What's your opinion of the roots of prejudice? It mentions on page 156, prejudices are a kind of emotional learning that occurs early in life, making these reactions especially hard to eradicate entirely. Left to unlearn it. Even if, even in people who as adults feel it is <laughs> wrong to hold them, yeah. should we be accountable for these prejudice, prejudices as adults? Should we, yeah. Because yeah. you could do, once you're of a certain age, you could do your own research. Because a lot, a lot of prejudices you have to actually unlearn. Mm-hmm. In my oh, opinion. do you know? I'll, I'll, I'll. Are you finished? Yeah, yeah. I was watching um Darren Brown. Darren Brown, Darren, the magician. It's Darren. It's Darren, right? Is yeah, it the magician? Yeah, the magician guy. Darren, yeah. Darren or yeah. Darren Brown. Yeah. Darren Brown, <laughs> whatever it's, however you pronounce it. But he he done a an experiment or. Yeah, I don't know, a trick basically where he got a guy that was basically he was raised 
a ra- he won't say it, he's saying he's not a racist, but he's prejudiced more towards white people than he is anyone else. But basically, the experiment goes on, and he gets him to put his life on the line for someone of um, Mexican descent. But it was just because, it, but he thought he'd been given some chip and some other shit to make him be more like um, ready to to be on the ball and adrenaline pumping and just, do you know what I mean? Just be at the fort of call, like port of call, sorry. But what ends up happening is he, he steps up and his whole mindset is changed and it, and the prejudices he had before, obviously it's flipped because it's like, okay, I had these prejudices before. You've gone through this uh, experiment or this testing of, um, it, was, it wasn't a fake, it was a fake chip in his neck, whatever. Yeah. But basically it, it made him reframe how he saw the other people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so as you said, it's, it's something that we can change as adults. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see that actually. Yeah, no, it's dope. It's, it's not on YouTube. It. it was on Netflix. Oh, it's actually a, a proper documentary. Type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just under hours long, but yeah, no, it's really good. So, no, it's okay. um, yeah, what about you? Couldn't agree more. I think you can know. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> Moving on slightly, many southerners have confessed to me, for instance, that even though in their mind they no, no longer feel prejudice against blacks, they feel squeamish when they shake their hands with a black. The feeling. The feelings are left over them from what they learned in their families as children. The tenacity of subtle biases may explain why, while over the last 40 years or so, racial attitudes of American whites towards blacks have become increasingly more tolerant. More subtle forms of bias persist. People disavow racist attitudes while still acting with covert bias. (coughs) Zero tolerance for intolerance. The more effective diversity training courses set a new organisation-wide explicit ground rule that makes bias in any form of outer bounds and also encourages people who have been silent witnesses and bystanders to the voice their discomforts and objections. Is there a danger of becoming too zero tolerance? Zero tolerance to a Again, it's, it's, yeah, it's fine. You actually raised the point which I wanted to intercept at the, at the point. It mm. was something to do with um, companies and diversity and training programs. Mm. What's poignant right now? Which which coffee shop was it? There's a coffee shop in America, one of the big ones, and someone went in and they think everyone used a toilet or just wanted to sit down. Yeah, I don't see it. It was, it was massive, and what they've done, I think, it, I, maybe start. I don't want to name it. I think. It's not I don't know the name names, I just don't want to get it wrong. Mm. It was it was a big coffee chain that's well known. For one whole day, they shut down all their stores in that country. I think it was in the States. Yeah. So the whole workforce would go on a training diversity, on a uh, training program in diversity. No way. Yeah, I promise you. Yeah, that's it's, it's well known. If you literally type it in, yeah. not a couple of weeks, maybe a few months. Yeah. So lost three or four, three or four months. It was a big thing. Okay. Yeah. Because the way they treated these people, and I can't remember what it was over. It's either they wanted to sit down, mm. they wanted to use a toilet or something small, and they put, they ended up calling the police to yeah. get them evicted from the shop yeah. and all sorts. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, I don't, I'm not aware of that at all. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, the meaning of the question, is there a danger of becoming too zero tolerant? Um, That's crazy. Too zero tolerant. Mm. No, I don't, I don't. I'm trying to work out why I've, I've asked that question, but... Too zero tolerant in terms of um, in terms of um, 
Like, no, I don't get it. Yeah, 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 no, just leave it where it is, bro. Moving on slightly, mind in medicine. We can be, we can be so emotionally fragile while we are alien because our men- our mental well-being is based in part on the illusion of invulnerability. Do you believe in mind over matter when dealing with illness? I actually, I, well, I've been fortunate enough that I haven't suffered from an illness as such where it's been the case where they've said I've, I've got some kind of incurable disease or disease where people don't really recover from. Mm. But I've pro- I am, I don't know why, but I am a firm believer in that. In, yeah. I think it's because we've take away diseases and and in. It to take away diseases and, and be in positions where you've got you might have bodily issues or whatever just even even like running a marathon or when I'm or playing football like little things like no I'm gonna do this I have to I can and then it's like a small win but it's a sense of achievement because I, I can't stand it when people say I can't do that there's even like I think the other day I was running for a bus with, with, with someone else and like oh it's gone we're not gonna make it and I said you don't know, like, let's just try. Mm. Let's just go for it, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then even, like, we was going for a train, I was like, oh, the train comes at 46 past. I said, let's just go anyway, like, and we get, and the train was delayed by two minutes. It's things like that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so, it's, that's why I probably yeah. even, like, just go with your, like, go with a positive instinct. Yeah. Or just go with the, well, if we miss it, at least we made every effort or every chance to get there. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. This whole giving up notion straight away, and it's just, Chuck out it's just yeah it's just not for me yeah man it's just I don't yeah I don't like too far too far to give up um yeah I pretty much agree with what Mason said um I'm unsure how it relates to actual illness as such in terms of um uh terminal illness Mm -hmm. um but I do but I mean I do believe that it's mind mind over matter is I think it's huge in in, in anything if you don't believe then it will never happen yeah no I, I agree totally to add Historically, medicine in modern society has defined its mission in terms of curing disease, the medical disorder, while overlooking illness, the patient's experience of disease. Um, yeah, there is an equi- <clears throat> sorry, there, there is an equi- equally unproductive ide- ideology in another direction. The notion that people can cure themselves of even the most pecunious disease simply by making themselves happy or thinking positive thoughts, mm-hmm. or that they are somehow to blame for having gotten sick in, the, sick in the first place. The result being misunderstanding of the extent of which can be affected and sometimes make people feel guilty of having the disease. <coughs> it moves on to talk about anger, and we'll, we'll, we'll jump into just slightly a bit more. Mm-hmm. Anger seems to be one of the emotions that does most harm to the heart. 1,012 men and women who suffered from a first heart attack and then followed for up to eight years showed that those men who weren't the most aggressive and hostile at the outset suffered the heart rate of second heart second heart heart attacks. Um, yeah, basically, it, it, it goes on to mention about positive thinking and that reducing your your anger. And therefore, reducing your likelihood of having heart attacks. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go into too much of the stats because there is quite a bit. I would have thought that's an obvious though, but I mean, it's not obvious to everybody. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not obvious yeah. to obvious. 
Do you know you put out a post recently, Pops, was asking about, you uh, was asking uh, forms of meditation? Yeah. What, what was the reason behind that? And B, have you actually come across any theor- any theories or techniques that you're going to apply? Um, was you just feeling super stressed that last few no, weeks? No, um, that might be actually, but I'm trying to think the exact reason why um, that was. But I did actually find, it's funny, I did find something. Um, actually, I've been getting up early to do shifts and stuff like that. And uh, what I've done these mornings, I've been playing a lot of Keisha Cole. Like, it's, it sounds crazy, but like playing like like, like like calming music and stuff like that. Um, it's funny. I had, like, a, cold, yes, music. there you go. I mean, I had a, a show on in the back. Anyway, go on. No, oh, uh, the tunes I was playing were calming yeah. anyway. To the point, the person was he said he was a DJ. I mean, he's an older guy. He was going all the way to Morocco. He was, and he picked up what he was Keisha Cole. He goes, "Yo, that was a good mix." Like, <laughs> was, it was about four or five in the morning. It was, good. It was like timely. Yeah. And they kind of set me up for my day. I don't know what it was. The interaction with him and the music just set yeah. me well for the day. Yeah. Um, uh, why was it? Do you know what song I... Just because you're on top of music. Yeah. It's one of my favourite songs of all time. Is um, And it just sometimes just calms me. John Legend, Ordinary People. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah. that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, man. It's just a beautiful song, man. Like, And it, takes, it just takes back to a, ta- a time in my life. A particular time in my life that's, that's poignant to me. But just the song is just beautiful, man. I, I kind of listen to it and it just, it just relaxes me. It's nice. It just It's one of those things. See, like, you could have so much going on around you. Because it's so calm, you just focus on that calmness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I kind of get what you're saying when you say that. But that was pretty much what I was looking for. I was looking for, to, for a state of being where I'm a bit yeah. more relaxed when you've got there's so much going on and to, put, to the point where you can be relaxed and then maybe later on decide for what you need to, what needs to be done. Do you know what's right? Because you raised the point about being more being more calm and not getting so anxious <laughs> and, yeah. and and having so much anger can actually is good for you because it can prevent such heart attacks and so on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use the word envious, but I almost find it it's a talent or a skill or it, it's it's just I just find it so credible that I've got there's a few people like there's one person I work with and she I just I'm like I, I don't ask her anything but I just I love the fact she's just so calm. Like, I just love it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really love... I'm just like... In my head, I'm like, how do you get that? Like, obviously, I, I, I'm just more upbeat and more... It's slightly more temperamental and so on. But I'm just like, how can you just... And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's perspective on life. Maybe it's perspective on... Actually, this environment is nothing compared to what's going on in the real world. Maybe no, this is... This is a minuscule of what's important out here. Maybe it's that. And maybe it's me placing too much importance on things that don't need as much importance. I don't know. Then this particular person, um, this particular person, she's from, um, she's originally from Kenya. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what it is. Like, oh, mm-hmm. right, and she's coming over and she's, she's studied here and she's working over here and stuff. But it could be that. It could be that humbling, like, it could be that being such a humble place, mm-hmm. this is not like, so, like, do you know what I mean? I'm not going to kill my, this is not worth stressing myself out to the extent I get health problems. A lot of people think like that as well. Like, there's only, there's only a certain point to which I'm going to get stressed about um, this situation or this job. In that, there's only so much I'm going to gain. But from the it. fact you have that control, <laughs> the fact you can internal internally have that control, is credible. It's something I'm like, wow. Like, but I think you have to do it consciously. I think you really have to pay attention. Yeah, you have definitely because it's, it's, you could get quite easily trapped in the the daily cycle. Of, yeah. Um, doing the mundane. I would say I wouldn't even say mundane, but doing this, the daily things of whatever you're doing, that's what's important to you. Obviously, you're in that circle, so you start to forget about the bigger yeah, issues of the, the world. So issues. what's in front of you becomes enlarged. Yeah, and get mad stressy. Yeah. I'm one of them people. Oh. Um, 
Moving on slightly, we've got, just got a few more questions before we can move on to the next chapter. Yeah. Um, depression seems to pose a particularly grave medical risk for heart attack survivors. Have you ever felt when your emotions are affect? Have you ever felt that your emotions are affecting your health, or vice versa? My emotions affecting my health. What? Or vice versa. Or vice versa. Health affecting my emotion. There's been times where like health. There's been times where my emotions definitely affect my my mood. Mm. Does that relate to health? I don't know, but it's, it affects my state of mind almost. Like I think irrationally. What do you mean? Give me an example. So I might just be. I might just be stressed out. Mm. Yeah? Is stress an emotion? Stress is, a, is it an emotion? Stress? I don't think it's an emotion. Yeah. It's, uh, a, uh, it's a, feeling. a reaction to an action. Yeah, and it just makes me think... So it makes me snappy. Okay. It makes me really, really snappy and not a nice person to be around. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. But, yeah. And the effect of my health, I've never I've never actually, like, broken down at a heart attack or... You know, like, for example, when people... As you said, get stressed about work. Yeah. What what tend to stress what's it will give you bags on your your eyes and start yeah. affecting your health and that it can start affecting your mental health. Gotcha. It can start affecting your physical health as well. Literally, it can actually make you become ill. And I think that's the, yeah, yeah. The emphasis that's, I was going towards. That's happened to me definitely. I I can tell. See, when I've had lack of sleep or like if I'm stressed or I've got a lot to do and I end up sleeping less, I can tell like. My me and my body have like developed very well together. So <laughs> I <was hoping> so. <laughs> yeah. So I can tell. See when I start sneezing a little cough, I know because I know if a strong and fit me can fight off all these little bugs that all these, these other types of people get. Yeah. Mm. My body can fight off because in the workplace everyone's sick and I'm getting I can get a little sneeze, a little cough, but actually I know it's my immune system and it's just me needing that extra two hours sleep or extra bit of fruit. Me and body know each other very well. It now we're at a point where we can fight all these little foolish things off. Like we're strong enough to do that out here in these streets. <laughs> so, but so but as I said, like lack of sleep, I, I can feel it because then my most muscles, I can feel it. Like things are penetrating and making me sneeze and all the rest of it. How about you, Pete? Um, I think they're both intrinsic. And um, I forgot what the question was. So what is the question? You don't listen, man. <laughs> no, I, no, I was... Yeah, every episode, bro. Every episode. No, I was, I was cool. listening. I'll ask again. It's cool. Okay, cool. We do this every episode. Uh, I've noticed. No, this is a theme. These details. This is our theme, bro. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool, cool. It's cool bro. <laughs> have you felt when your emotions... Have you felt your emotions affect your health or vice versa? Yeah, I think... Yeah, I think when you start eating... Yeah, I think... They do. I think they're both intrinsic, really. So I think if... So, oh, I thought I was boring you. Um, so, I thought he was yawning. All right, so... Um, Just carry on. Yeah, no, I'm carrying on. Allow me to finish. All right, cool. Yeah, so I think if you start, if you eat badly, then I think naturally you're going to feel badly. I think it's a, it's a roll-on effect. And I think vice versa as well. I think... Um, no, for me, that doesn't happen. If I eat badly, then my poo don't come out nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. My stomach plays up, my poop comes up, so nice. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I, I can agree with that still. It don't make me feel bad unless I'm really like going ham and even after that I'm like, yeah. No, I mean, I the same will go for exercise as well. I think after a good workout, you feel good. I can agree with yeah. you on that. There's, there's times I'm feeling stressy and I go and play a little football, I'm good runner, I could sweat and yeah. I feel a bit better. Something good like the blessy. Oh, Next one. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> The medical benefits of positive feelings. 122 men 
who had their first heart attack were evaluated on their degree of optimism or pessimism. Eight years later, the 25 most, most pessimistic men, 21 had died of the 25 most optimistic, six had died. Their mental outlook proved a better predictor of their survival than any medical risk factor. I remember reading that, that's on page 177. Um, what do you do to cultivate positive thinking? It's all about what I've watched, man. I can't be watching no. I, I can't. I don't want. I didn't want to say. I can't be listening to no music. No drill, no. no I didn't say drill. No, <laughs> no guns. No, no chefings. No nothing. When I get into a certain like, when I know I'm on the, the downward spiral, yeah. it can't be no chefings. It can't be no drillings. It can't be no. Can't be no, none of that. Okay. There's a time and a place. Um, yeah, it's got to be positive, like. Yeah, it's got to be positive, positive thinking, all that type of stuff. Man. I've got to keep myself upbeat. But again, you know what? Like, on I know I've, I haven't thrown any shade on it, but obviously I've spoke about that type of music. There is a time and a place. You can say it, bro. No, no, no. We've said all that, like drill and stuff like that. I think there is a time and a place because there are times when that type of stuff has, has motivated me. Obviously, I was told you, all, all I was saying I was listening to Prodigy recently. Yeah. That took me to a place where I was like, yo, let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Likewise, Body King shot. Track takes me to a place like let's go let's go get this you know what I mean so um, yeah there's a time and a place stamping out a packet in my Louis runners (laughs) 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 again there's a time and a place there's a time and a place for everything but it's got to be positive so what yeah so so you would say music Uh, music um, I like listening to interviews I like hearing other people talk I love other people's perspective yeah yeah I like that so that's yeah I like that as well what about you Mitch Similar, I like interviews. I think with yeah. me as well, and it's going to sound mad, but you lot know I've got my second job. Mm-hmm. Some people think I'm crazy, but even this morning, I was in a real bad place this morning. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of like, I haven't been productive with certain things I had to do this weekend. And then like, went in, people were off, were off that I didn't think would be off, so it stressed me out even more. But as the day went on and I started, there was a sense of achievement. I don't know, it's going to sound silly to you guys, and it's only a small win. But getting through and getting the, the shop set out and laid out and keeping it's it up. And I'm um, sure it does. It, but it put me in a... It made me actually... Momentum. Yeah, it, it just... And it actually, by the time I left, I was feeling much better with myself. Whereas I think if I had just today not done anything and I would have carried on that same mood from yesterday into today and just felt real lethargic and, and then maybe even in tomorrow. Do you know what I'm saying? You're in So that... I'm weird, but even going there, especially on a Sunday, because first... When I go there on and do do it on a Thursday, I'm I'm shattered. Like I'm actually re- it's the end of the coming towards the end of the week and I'm really tired. I'm just like, let me just get these out of the way. On a Sunday, that that's the start of my week. And it's just like just getting through that day. And obviously it's the people you have people you have good people around you as well. Like, I've known them for years and I've all done the same thing. So we have a catch up, our weekly catch because that's that's our, our meeting yeah. point. You know what I'm saying? We don't outside we don't really speak like that. Now and again we have a drop a message, but that's our meeting, that's our catch up, mm-hmm. have our bands and Mm-hmm. It's it's just a good it's a good feeling it's a good feeling yeah so that helps me a lot as well. Okay, I do similar things. I watch. I, I, you you listen to is this the, the calm? Do you listen to that calming water yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. I do. I do this when I'm going to bed now. Yeah. My turn. <laughs> no, recently I'm doing it. My <laughs> turn. Thanks. You had I your just, chance. Just had your chance, mate. Wait. <laughs> yeah, I listen to calm <laughs> waters. No, no. Actually, no. I do. I listen to. Uh, positive mindful videos yeah. uh, a lot of positive video uh, motivational videos I also like to read positive books um, if it, even if it's just like positive quotes and stuff like that mm-hmm. and speaking speaking with 
friends. Like most of the people that's in my circle are positive. Like I could have a conversation with yourselves, and I don't know. Sometimes it's just joke. Like you can yeah, just have a joke. joke. It's, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's it's you in a positive yeah, mind yeah, space. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, those are things that I've definitely used to put me in a, um, give me positive thinking or cultivate positive thinking. Mm-hmm. There are many ways medicine can expand its view of health to include the emotional realities of illness. For one, patients could routinely be offered fuller information essential to the decisions they make about their own medical care. Would you want to collaborate with your doctor on the best practice for your medical care or be told what to do? I'd like to collaborate. Yeah, but obviously, in collaborating involves me having to do my own thorough research. But 100%, I'd want to collaborate. Because yeah. obviously, you, at the end of the day, you know, the, you know yourself the best out of everyone. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And your doctor's, your doctor's dealing with the masses, so he's going to recommend a mass solution. Yeah, that makes paracetamol. Sense. Yeah. Obviously, he's going to say, your blood type says, yeah, he's going to individualise it to a certain extent. But you know yourself best. So if you could collaborate with your doctor, if your doctor said, do you know what? They're telling me you've got this. In my medical school and stuff, they've always told me this means this. This this could mean one of these things. Go about do your own research on those five topics that I've given you, and you come back to me and we determine what's the best for you to do. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I I personally would want to collaborate with my doctor. I try to as much as I can, even now. Like with the last time I've seen the doctor, instead of I think the last problem or. I would say illness, but the last problem that I had when I went to the doctor, and they gave me an option of why you could take these pills or you can try this soap or this. Do you know what I mean? There was so there was, it was more of a a difference, and I would prefer to take a more of a natural option than rather yeah, just yeah. get given the pills. So yeah. there was a collaboration. It wasn't just a case of okay, come in, this is the problem, sign off and get out. There was there was a conversation to be had. So yeah, I think that would be how practical I think maybe if he was had a private doctor yeah. that's probably more of a a reality based thing for you to have a collaboration or a discussion with a doctor rather than with the NHS but yeah I, I would definitely have a collaboration what about you Pete? Uh, I think it's the same um, yeah, yeah I'd like to yeah collaborate yeah I think that's the same